following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. Well, do you feel called to care, coach, and counsel with God's Word? June, I know your answer to that. Yes, yes. <laughs> You've thought about it a time or two. But uh, we have a conference coming up. As you know, it's called Hope Together. It's uh, going to be next week. And so we are looking uh, at that. We want to talk a, b- a little bit about that and let people know where to register for that. It's going to be uh, next week starting on Thursday. And uh, the the way that this begins, actually the conference itself is Friday and Saturday, but what are called pre-conference breakout sessions and uh, those workshops are going to be on the Thursday of next week. And we want to look at at some of those. I mean, it's things like communicating with confidence, converting the fear of public speaking, which is a big one, into positive Mm -hmm. energy, and then uh, becoming a champion, uh, bringing faith, resilience, and healing to the brokenhearted. Also, uh, the uh, equipping profile, which has been a great tool for people to use to transform lives, uh, to, to really get into their thought process, how the brain works, how to transform lives, uh, he says, at the speed of thought. Uh, also, uh, when crisis and trauma strike the church and community. Uh, and then there is one that is called um, the secret storm. And I do know the person leading that uh, hmm. particular session. You do? uh, So if you know her, can you talk about what that session will look like? Oh, you're talking about me. Yes. Well, um, I was asked to specifically do uh, what what I call the secret storm, uh, and it is childhood sexual abuse. Mm. One out of three girls, one out of five boys, those are police statistics, are, are victims of childhood sexual abuse. And... Many times people have no idea. Uh, family members uh, don't know, or loved ones. Um, a lot of people are very impacted in their lives, and I love to teach on this because there can be wonderful ways of protection, how to protect children from being sexually abused, and it is excellent. Um, I worked hard on the wording of this years ago, and it is a a true privilege to be able to uh, deal with this topic, and I'll deal with Miss America, who was um, sexually abused from age 5 to Mm. 18, and uh, people just, many people cannot believe this is true, but it is worldwide. It's just painful. So I, I say that because um, the, my, mine is just one of the many excellent courses that we're going to offer. These are three-hour courses, uh, and so it's really a deep dive into the topics that you mentioned a moment ago. And then uh, for those who would like to be a part of of uh, the my, my session that I'll be doing on uh, childhood sexual abuse, it'll be just a privilege for those. I mean, you you really do need to know. <laughs> um, and um, I, I will just say, usually it, it is by, uh, the abuse occurs from someone um, in the family, usually, um, but it, it can be, but, but it's, 
typically the, the a person the child knows could be a neighbor uh, or a teacher just various people who abuse their their right to be involved in it with the child mm. so I'd love love to have those of you who really want to uh, understand what to do yeah and we can uh, point you to the right place if you wanted to register for that or even just look and see what is available for mm-hmm. you in that uh, conference we have the hope together conference just go to the website to our website hopefortheheart.org and look at the top of the page there. It says uh, the big blue and purple banner, Hope Together Conference. Click there to learn more and uh, find out how to do that. The, uh, the information is there. The details are on there for um, where to register, where the, of course, where the conference will be, and uh, other videos are on there, and even some information on there. If, uh, if you want to know, well, should I attend this conference? There are those questions answered there on the, on the website there. So again, uh, it is at hopefortheheart.org. Look at the banner at the top and find the Hope Together conference uh, to find out all the information that, that you need there. Well, June, you'll be uh, doing a couple of other uh, sessions there for the, uh, for this uh, conference. And and so what, just give us a taste yeah. of what you're... Well, well there's also um, workshops. These are hour and a half sessions. And uh, I will be doing uh, the topic of the answer to anger. Anger uh, is, is a huge issue. Most people have no, know what it's like to struggle. But there are many other uh, workshops that we have. Asking great questions, drawing people out. Um, music for the soul, um, inside out, living in a world that's upside down. These are all different conferences by excellent speakers. Communication and conflict, when people drive you nuts. I'd like to go, hmm, I want to attend that myself. Uh, Here's something, the freedom framework, bringing Christ into the helping and coaching process. Uh, here's one on, on the family by an excellent communicator of cultivating an emotional and spiritual growth environment in today's family. Um, from grievance, well, here's one on forgiveness. Just, we have many, many excellent, excellent workshops. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? 
Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. You're listening to Hope in the Night with Gene Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of our ministry. We thank you for that. If you have any questions or concerns about this Hope Together conference, as we're just talking about that, just go to our website. It's hopefortheheart.org. Click the banner at the top that says Hope Together Conference. You'll learn all that you need to know there. Uh, In fact, uh, where to register and uh, all the details that you'll want on that Hope Together Conference. Again, go to hopefortheheart.org and you'll find the information there. Our customer support team knows about it as well. You can call them at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can help you access the right resources that you need or uh, register you for the conference, whatever you would like to uh, have their help with, they can do that. Also, we want to um, point you to the web, the uh, the resource that June was talking about as uh, the topic that she'll be talking about at the, one of the pre-conference sessions. Uh, the topic was childhood sexual abuse. The Secret Storm, that is one of our keys for living, and we want to let you know that we do have that material. If you'd like to order it, get that into your hands, and then, uh, of course, we can get that uh, to you pretty quickly. Again, Childhood Sexual Abuse, The Secret Storm. If you'd like to get in touch with uh, customer support, again, they're at 800-488-HOPE, or email them at customersupport at hopefortheheart.org. Let's get to our conversation tonight. Now we have a caller in Missouri listening on the Bot Radio Network. We welcome Evelyn. Hello, Evelyn. Welcome to Hope. Hi, June. Um, Hi. Thank you for thank you for everything you do. You are making a huge impact on Christian lives and others coming to Christ. And I really thank appreciate you. you. I deeply appreciate your your thoughtful words. How can we help you? Well, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, narcissistic abuse in my life, and um, the, like the last five years have been uh, really a struggle, but I wanted to start off with something positive because I, in the past, have been very negative because I've had a very um, hard uh, childhood and um overall life and um anyway um like the first 20 years of my christian walk um 
very negative. And now mm-hmm. I am great, grateful and thankful. Um, uh, I go to a um, uh, Celebrate Recovery and oh. have been in one for 20 years, and I have 30 years of Christian counseling. And wow. um, I w- just wanted to say my life verse is all things work for good for those who love the Lord and mm. are called according to its purpose. And wow. um, we can really use that in anything that's a negative. And if the Lord, um, and I'm a believer in Christ and have been for 35 years, and if we can turn around a negative into a positive because um, our if we believe in the Lord and have faith, we know that he's going to use it for good. Um, well, that so, is an anyway. amazing scripture, Romans eight twenty eight. 28. Um, it, it is an assurance that nothing is wasted uh, in our lives. Uh, the the right. negatives literally, and I can say that for me, uh, I at one time I, I had no idea how a God of love could Per, per, permit uh, uh, someone to cause so 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 much pain uh, in my in my life, and but among a number of people, and and I had no answer, but I didn't know what to do with that scripture. <laughs> God work, work, use, works all things for good, um, and it's all things, not just some things. And uh, what he did with me is he stretched my capacity for compassion. And uh, so that later, I mean, I could identify because of all these bizarre things that had happened to me in my upbringing. Um, and then I, I had genuine um, empathy where you hurt where other people are hurting. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just saying this because you already indicated that you grew up at least you had you said um, the first twenty years of your Christian uh, walk was um, fraught with difficulty. At least I thought that's what you said, and uh, it was very negative things had happened. Is that correct? That's correct. And I grew up. Um, I was. Uh, given up for adoption, and then my adoptive parents divorced when I was two and a half. Mm. So, um, and I was um, a twin, and we were kept together. And she had health problems, so um, sight problems. So it was um, the person that I got the attention from left the dad because the mother, my mm. our mother was busy with the one that had the health problems and oh. but anyway and then um just um because i think um you're more lonely when you're raised by one parent who has to work and do all the you know do run a household take yes. care of we had an older brother um take care of three kids and um you know, and they did not know Christ, so there wasn't um, God in the home. And um, a lot of loneliness turned into um, going uh, in with the wrong crowd, smoking cigarettes, drinking, 
pot smoking and then heavier drugs after I was sexually abused um, oh, at 14. Wow. I was strangled and raped um, on my way home from an orthodontist appointment. Mm. And, but mm. any, yeah, and so, um, and it caused me to have, um, go with um, two different husbands. Um, they both had sexual addiction, mm. um, I think, because my first sexual encounter wasn't good. And two years after the rape, then a psychiatrist molested and raped me. Um, mm. And when I was inpatient, because my mother was dying of cancer, um, my only parent. So at 17, I was um, losing my dad for six months, but our stepmother didn't like us, and so we were on our own at 17. Mm. And so it, like, made me gravitate to any man that would show me love and affection because I was had double rejection, really triple, the uh, giving up for adoption, the divorce, and then our mom dying, and then our dad mm. rejecting us. Mm. So, mm. Um, but um, I wanted to talk about the, the last five years have been tough, but good, because I have freedom from narcissistic abuse from the second marriage, Mm-hmm. Um, of 30, 35 years, and um, I, I'm trying to overcome um, low self-worth and um, codependency, um, and um, I'm, but the narcissist in my life would blame and shame, criticize everything I did, and hide. And towards the end, he was hiding things of mine or throwing them away, and, oh, I didn't do that, or I didn't say that also. Are when you talking about mind really, games? Is, are you talking about yeah. trying to, okay, grass, gaslighting, trying yeah, to make you feel guilty? gaslighter, and I believe that, and, and he was sexually abused, as a child, and I believe that he transferred, instead of dealing with it, he transferred me into the um, perpetrator. Uh, emotionally and mentally, I became that somehow. It, it well, was, this it is part of the like... tactic. It's a tactic. Of, it's called the blame game, except it's not a fun game. It is blame shifting. Uh, that is classic mm-hmm. when there is someone who is deceiving, um, someone who wants to make the other person feel guilty, so they literally um, blame, and you already said he would blame and shame you. Uh, and the the fact is, this is where you have to be literally wise, meaning you listen, and, and I understand what you're saying, that, that you experienced. The, the, the truth is, <laughs> it is truth that sets you free. And so when there is someone who is a blamer, 
a shamer, um, you have to literally deal with, is this truth? Is this God's truth? Because the truth sets you free. And when you see, when you're with someone, this is a very unhealthy kind of relationship. I know you're saying this was a, your husband, correct? That's correct. Um, we separated five years ago and had been divorced for four and a half years. So I've okay. been away and out of that um, for five and a half years. And I used to, when I got off work or sometimes before work, I would jump up and down. And I was working three jobs. I was so joyous. It was like a demonic presence was lifted from me. Mm. And um, it was amazing. And um, I just. Are you saying when you were out of it that. Yeah, right. They, when I got joy. out of yeah. it. Right. Oh. Except for I stayed at um, my sister's house um, and uh, my twin, and she suffers from the same thing. And um, only she is, um, my ex was a, a covert, and she is um, malignant. And, um, like, very negative, and, I just, and she always has to be right. Both of them are like that. And I just cannot, and so I went, I got out of the, the um, marriage of narcissism and then was living with my sister to try and catch up financially. And I just, um, well, does that mean there's a commercial? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm listening to you. Um, well, oh. what, what I would like to, to talk about when we return is where are you now? I understand that you're not in a living situation with a husband who is the blame-shame person uh, turning everything against you. Bad company, by the way, the Bible says bad company corrupts good character. And it's vital that we not uh, be subjected to that which is ungodly. there are ways that we have choices and life is a series of choices and we've got to choose what is healthy and right in God's sight. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that he accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as his precious beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that he is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. 
World Class Hope Together Conference is returning to Allen, Texas this October with leading experts and over 50 ministry training sessions, including crisis and trauma response, lay counseling, marriage and family, mental and emotional health, life coaching, and leadership. Hear from dynamic speakers featuring Nick Vujicic, Taya Kyle, Gary Wilkerson, James Ward, General Bob Dees, Steve Arterburn, Dr. Joshua Straub, Dr. Eric Scalise, and our very own June Hunt. Join a genuine supportive community of like-minded friends and leaders who have answered the call and discover our growing network with year-round support for your ministry needs. Register now at hopetogether.com. That's hopetogether.com. And don't miss the life-changing experience of the Hope Together Conference. Welcome back to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and uh, we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. That's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. Again, the number 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you'd like to speak with June about something going on in your life, maybe there's a situation that you'd like some insight on, uh, to know really what God's heart would be on your situation, how the Bible addresses what you're dealing with, because it does, and the Bible is is uh, so practical for our daily experience, and we want to help you to see that, uh, how it applies to your life. So give us a call, and we'll set up that conversation between you and June on a future program of Hope in the Night. The number is 800-NIGHT-17. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7, and when you call, you'll just leave a message for us. We'll get back as soon as possible to schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the night. Again, that's 800-NIGHT-17, 800-644-4817. Let's return to tonight's conversation with Evelyn. Well, my friend, you are no stranger to pain. Um, Rejection at different levels. Um, I'm hearing um, even like uh, strangled, raped at age... 14, I'm just looking over the notes that I've written here about you, and uh, so there was sexual abuse. Was there, uh, and you've been married twice, Were was there unfaithfulness in the marriage or marriages? What, um, what was going the, on? The, the first marriage ended after four years. And we had one uh, girl, and he was started to be, once she was born, then all my attention wasn't on him. So he became physically abusive to me, and I had to run out uh, without shoes and jump on a bus, like, two times with my daughter, and the third time... Well, the third time he knocked me out cold, and um, then I just held everything together and um, made plans to leave without telling him, and I left him a note because 
he was too threatening and um, mm-hmm. physically abusive. So that was the, my only way out. And then the second time, and then I went straight to another narcissist. Mm. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, I had such a low self-esteem that I didn't think I was I could make it by myself, and I had a baby girl, and we were living in um, shelters for six months. And then he was had a huge sexual addiction, and um, so there was no intimacy. It was more like being sexually abused um, mm. by him on a regular basis and the first husband. And, um, that was frustrating and I, I gave it my all and I had people and I didn't know what narcissism was and mm-hmm. I married both of, both of them very young. And mm. so then, um, you know, a lot of people in the church, I became a Christian at 28, a uh, believer in Christ as my Lord and Savior and, um, slow change, but um, I had had a problem with drugs and alcohol. Um, but my first child, with my first marriage, died at birth, and that's mm. when I gave up. I gave up the drugs and alcohol, and um, yeah, so uh, that was probably the hardest thing I've gone through. But God used it for good because it, I felt something rise out of me right before I, they put me to sleep to take the baby by cesarean. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it was like I felt her spirit rising out of me, and um, that's when my mind started thinking more and more about um, God and Christ. And mm-hmm. um, then God started wooing me by Christians at work, and then by 28 I became a believer in Christ. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but, um, yeah, but um, after 35 years, I did get out. And, but then I, my where I'm at now is I do a lot of healthy things, and I've progressed in my relationship with Christ immensely. Um, however, there's damage, and it seems like I'm a narcissist magnet. Like, <laughs> I, I go back in, and the reason... Um, I believe that um, through a quiet time recently, uh, it was revealed to me that because I was adopted, I, for a long time, and because I lost the baby, I put family before God. Mm -hmm. And um, I still struggle with not putting my, uh, I put God first now, but I don't put myself next. <laughs> and I just, even if they're narcissists, it's been hard for me to let go. Now, I'm totally uh, no contact with my my second husband, and my first husband passed away. So, um, but, um, like, my sister... And a couple others um, just, um, in the last five years, well, after my divorce, 
I got COVID really bad and wasn't getting well and went to the doctor. I had this spot. I said, you got to remove this. Something's wrong with me. I wasn't getting better for four months. Mm-hmm. And he did, and it was cancer. And I had a mass mm. and a tumor in my head. Um, the mass was close to the brain, but the tumor wasn't. Um, and, um, but, like, it just, and that was at the beginning of COVID for, you know, and it just seemed like I was just getting caught up financially, and then that happened. And... Um, I don't have enough healthy family members that I can count on, um, even for emotional support. I, and, um, well, okay, and so what, 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 do you, what, do you, what do you think God is leading you to do that is, deals with change? What? What do you think God is wanting you to do that would be right in His sight? Well, I I just start. I came back to Missouri. I went to live with my sister when I knew she was a narcissist to get out of debt and to watch her first grandson. Mm-hmm. And I got paid for that, and I knocked out a lot of back taxes from the divorce. I had ninety three thousand dollars, and mm-hmm. I'm down to seven seven thousand. But I had to leave abruptly because she wouldn't respect my boundaries, and now mm-hmm. they're all mad at me. That's okay. I'm, I put myself first, and I'm like, I am getting out. And then since I've been back, um, like. Ten weeks, I've um, started going to church with my two um, best friends from uh, Celebrate Recovery, mm-hmm. and um, started in the Bible study there. And it's close to where I'm staying. However, yesterday I lost my job, and so it's like, um, but. In the in the first part of my Christian walk, I would have blamed God, and now I know it was sins of others or sins of myself, and I need to not rescue my family because when I did, that's when I got hacked through my work. Um, I do did DoorDash on the side and nanny okay. my great nephew. Well anyway, but that website really isn't safe and was hacked twice there and then um they shut me down um this time and so I I lost my job and they're investigating and um Okay, you used the term co codependence and right. then you talking about you need to stop rescuing my my family. So what I'm right. hearing is you know the word codependency, apparently. Oh, um, yes. I was in the codependent group at, um, well, the first 10 years I was in a 12-step. Uh-huh. And for 
because I was, um, I have 35 years um, drug-free. I wasn't a drug addict, but I did have, I was a drug user. So I have 35 years drug-free, 23 years um, alcohol-free. And um, I had 20 years, or yeah, 15 to 20 years of sobriety, and then um, when my dad passed away, um, there was no closure, and um, I relapsed um, for just like two or three days. Okay, let's just talk about this part, since you've identified something. Many people don't understand what codependency is. Um, Okay. And, and codependency describes basically the dysfunctional behavior of um, a person um, who is trying to adapt to the destructive behavior of another person. Is that safe to say? That's correct. <clears throat> okay, so it's... And it can be being a people pleaser. That can be part of it, where instead of focusing on pleasing God, it's like the person you're trying to please uh, becomes more important than the relationship with God. Uh, And the Bible says, you shall have no other gods before me. And yet at times we can be desperate to have the approval of another person. Do you, do you agree with that? That's correct. Okay. So I would just say it can help for us to think of it this way. The primary problem with codependence, with codependency is that it, it violates the heart of God's first commandment, which is, you shall have no other gods before me. Instead, allowing another person to, in essence, be your God, um, you have a misplaced dependence, and if you have that, you will not have the peace of God, nor peace with God. And uh, yet, if you put the Lord for the Lord first, then leaving each day dependent on Him, you will have God's peace. When others are not peaceful toward you, that's one reason God says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, all your mind. That's right in God's sight. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. 
Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. If you have any questions about any of the topics that we bring up here on the program, just uh, talk to us. We have over 100 of our keys for living. That's different topics, a uh, full treatment, an understanding of uh, any particular topic. Just talk to customer support. They'll help uh, recommend something for you that's uh, going to be helpful for you. So their number, again, 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you'd like to see a full listing of the resources that we have here from Hope for the Heart, you can just uh, go to hopefortheheart.org slash store. Find updated keys for living there. They're being added to monthly with uh, formerly our biblical counseling keys now being refreshed, updated, and uh, we have new topics being added to that uh, to that part of the store day, uh, rather monthly. Also, Lifeline to Hope online training as well as June's other uh, books and Bible studies, music CDs. It's all there at hopefortheheart.org/store. Let's return now, June, to our conversation with Evelyn. Well, Evelyn, there are several advantages that you have. One, you know what it's like to be in an unhealthy relationship that has uh, sapped a great deal of trust. You you had you were involved with untrustworthy people um, in your first marriage, who where there was domestic violence and um, a second husband, just all the sexual addiction that he was involved in and um, and unfaithfulness. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Most of the marriage, most of the marriage, like 20 years, I didn't even know. And I believe he might even have a kid. Um, mm-hmm. at, at least, at least, and it was with my best friend from childhood and, um, she confessed he never did, but she did, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when you have negative people in your life and then you are free, 
because you said what a difference when you no longer had those unhealthy people um, and and the part the problem is with codependency um, it typically becomes a relationship addiction just like the, as the alcoholic is dependent on alcohol the codependent um, person is dependent on being needed by either the alcoholic or being needed by someone who is problematic because at the moment it can feel like you're doing something good but you become an enabler an enabler a lot of people don't know that term but I have an idea you do um, yes I do an enabler enables the addict or a dysfunctional person uh, to continue on in their dysfunction because they don't have healthy boundaries. And codependency involves being too dependent on someone or something that can't meet your true needs. And codependency can be compared to the sin of... of um, depending on a false god you know it's a false god is powerless to help and um or being dependent on that which will not bring healthy hope in your life and so i say that because the good news is this you do understand that it's not going to work if you have an unhealthy dependence on, you know, you could say an object, you, you understand that, um, uh, which could be any chemical addiction or a sexual addiction. Th those don't fulfill. You can be dependent on a behavior. Um, a lot of people are, are dependent on certain behaviors. Uh, but the the key then is what does satisfy what is right in God's sight and you've you've experienced the downside of life I mean very candidly I, I had a lot of downside early on and uh, I learned what I did not want in my life and that can be highly valuable and I hear that you do have a heart for God, that you have a heart to literally, because you, you saw the difference when you became a Christian and as an adult, and um, you want what is healthy. So I think that's where we need to focus. Um, <clears throat> the the, the uh, your, your energy, your what you do, basically for the rest of your life um, I will tell you uh, this one thing if it's dealing with people where you feel pressured or you feel I have to do this because it sounded to me like financially you were being you talked about having a, a much a great a greater amount of money and then all of a sudden you got down to very little but it's like you were it, uh, am I it, interpreting it you're indicating it's like you 
continue to be helping people, but I'm hearing that your help was not helpful. Am I wrong or right? Um, well, uh, very helpful to the child. I I ran a daycare for 30 years in my home. Oh, and, wow. Um, so, that's great. Right. So um, I, you know, that's kind of my forte. And I used the bad, my, my first daughter dying at birth, and I turned it around to... Yes. I'm I'm gonna love I'm gonna be home for my kids and I'm Good. gonna love other kids well, um, and I, that's turning around my adoption and um, yeah, uh, losing the baby because mm. um, you know um, there really hasn't been anything worse than that. Um, my mother dying was bad, but losing the baby was. The worst, and I've turned it around. I've helped raise eighty-five children, and I've loved each one well. And I've mm. had five five families come to Christ. Um, wow! Through my witness of how I took care of their child and loved the family well, I would go to their family functions because my husband was never around, um, and. Um, and I used it for good. You know, I'm going to love others well, even good. the way I would love to be well, uh, loved. Yes. And, um, yeah, and so, and all five, all five of those families started going to my church as well, and I saw them come to the Lord, and that was That's amazing. That's fantastic. So, I well, mean, if the viewers so- can hear that. Things can, uh, you know, you think it's the worst, but God uses it for good down the road. Right, right. So mm-hmm. at times, are you feeling that, because you mentioned codependency, and are you feeling at times then you were, at least I was hearing that you said that it's like you were at times um, I'm going to use the term rescuing. You said you need to stop rescuing my family. That that's right. those your words. Okay, I'm going to be, just only because time is short. Um, I I want to give you a fabulous scripture that I found hugely helpful for my life, and because okay. at times I did not have boundaries. And uh, healthy boundaries. Okay, it's Galatians chapter 1, verse 10. Galatians 1, 10. Listen to this. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be the servant of Christ. Now, the reason this is important is because uh, it is right for us to have healthy relationships. And it sounds to me like you know what it's like to be used wonderfully by God in just the last thing you were describing about these other families. But if instead you're trying to just, you know, they're, they're the people when you said you need to stop rescuing uh, at times, we need to say no to a person so that we can say yes to God. 
Now, if we're saying no to people who want or expect us um, or are trying to make us feel guilty, because you talked about that, uh, we, uh, you know, people can blame us, shame us, and yet this, these are tactics that are used. And instead, um, what we need to do is evaluate, are my relationships right in God's sight? And you know what it's like to have healthy relationships, like the people you talked about bringing to the Lord. And But if when it's someone who is in your life, and I later heard that your sister is a narcissist too. Mm-hmm. And so at, at times, uh, are there times when you, at, that you need to say no to her when it really that's the right thing? I'm just asking you that question. When you know um, you need to say no to her if she's a narcissist? Yes, I, I did. And I, I, from the get-go, when I went there, I told my niece, uh, that's my sister's daughter, um, who I was watching their son, um, and um, I told her I had some concerns and lack of trust um, for her mother, my sister. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, so I laid that out in the beginning, but, and then I had to leave abruptly because um, I couldn't take anymore. I just felt like I enslaved by my sister and not appreciated. Okay, so let's, at least for that relationship and those like it, I really want you to say every um, every day this scripture. Am I now trying to okay. win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, that means being a people pleaser. It's, it's in other words, oh, instead of doing what God wants you to do, you do whether it's financially or otherwise. Uh, You just said you felt like you were a slave. So instead, you want to be not her slave. You want to be the servant of Christ. Galatians 1.10. Would you like for us to talk more where we could get to some more specific solutions? Sure. Okay. We'll plan to do that because I care about you. Uh, You have all the hope in the world in front of you, and God knows how to fulfill that. We will send our resources on the topic of codependency called Balancing an Unbalanced Relationship. We're able to do that because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash give hope. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.